Welcome to Amplify Humanity, an original podcast from Portionality Media. I am your host doing the most, Portia Williams-Gates, founder and CEO of Portionality Media, LLC. Join us as we delve into community conversations that spotlight the issues and share good news for the collective. For more Portionality Media, make sure you follow us over on social media at Portionality Media and go visit our website, www.portionality.com and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to never miss a thing. This is the Amplify Humanity Podcast. Welcome to our sounding board. Let's get started with our channel message. It's a vibe and we are using once again, the affirmation deck, the self-love affirmation deck from 1111 Affirmations, which is a collective um, affirmation deck. The wonderful Atiyah Bloom, who we love over here at Personality Media, who is an incredible, um, just an incredible soul and has created wonderful content for us to continue to curate self-love and affirming ourselves as individuals. Ooh, okay. So this is the card. Self-help. Okay, so who can admit? We know we need this, y'all. Self-help. The affirmation is, I can be powerful and ask for help at the same time. Sometimes asking for support is the biggest help to myself. Wow. Look at that. Self-help. I can be powerful and ask myself for help at the same time. Sometimes asking for support is the biggest help to myself. We are still in Women's History Month and Femmes Month, right? And so as the emergency medical vehicle goes by, I don't know if y'all can hear it, but that is, ooh, come on spirit. We shouldn't wait till the emergencies of life to ask for help. We should not wait until the 911 emergencies of life for us to ask for help. There are fires that are happening in our lives. There are moments of of crises that are happening. And yet we wait until the crises happen before we get the courage to ask for help, especially we as women, especially women of color. We don't always feel empowered to ask for help when we need it. Now, the same can go for brothers, okay? For the brothers and the brothers out there, all of the dudes, okay? Listen, sometimes we can perform as if we don't need help, right? So I talk all the time about the black woman complex, right? The strong black womanhood complex, right? And that the strong black woman is this ideation, this 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 idea, and that encompasses this need to feel like we've got to be strong all the time, right? That's in layman's terms. So a lot of times we as women, sometimes we, you know, as men, hypermasculine, right? Whether we're femme, no matter how we identify, if we're trans, you know, if we're non-binary, we as human beings sometimes like to perform as if we don't need help. Just because you need help does not mean that you are weak. You can still be powerful in asking for help. Actually, I will affirm that asking for help is a is a place of power. It's a place of being empowered, right? Asking for help is one of the strongest things we could ever do. It's one of the most human things we could ever do. So can we trust ourselves enough to ask for help when we need it and not to wait until the house is on fire before we ask for help. 
do we always have to default to the emergency medical response? I've heard it said, and forgive me for um, not citing um, who said, I believe it might've been either LaVon uh, Briggs, who is um, a podcaster with us, but also um, is a pastor, a sex positive pastor, or or it could have been Danielle Thomas, who is the pastor at Unfit Christian. So I I'm, I'm can't remember who said this, but but this, but the sentiment is this: that we cannot wait for an emergency to realize that we need self that we need self care. That self care should not be a, an emergency response. Or maybe Nedra Webb, but anyway, that self care is not a response. A lot of times. We practice self-care as a way to help ourselves, that we need help. But sometimes the self-care is the response that we need to be maintaining in our everyday lives, not just when something is in an emergency. So my charge to you on this evening is to understand that asking for help is a part of your power, right? I can ask for help. At this, I could be powerful and ask for help at the same time. Sometimes asking for support is the biggest help to myself. Ask for support. Whatever support you need, do not be afraid to ask for it. All right. And so that's our It Survive. That's our It Survive. Hey, let me know if this resonates in the comments. I'm seeing uh, Miss Bree. Hey, Miss Bree. Um, I see your comment about asking for help and how that can be um, a space for improvement. I feel you. I feel you right there. Yep. And how can we trust ourselves to ask for help? Yeah. And Mel says, I felt that. Noted. Right? What would what could we be? Who could we be if we allowed ourselves to ask for help? If we didn't, if we could just let go of the pride to ask for help. So that is the vibe for tonight. So we're gonna move forward with our amplifier. So it's time for the amplifier. It's time for the amplifier. It's time for the amplifier. Hey, listen, sis behind me is ready. She's ready. Are you ready? So tonight, we are talking about Brittany Griner. So Brittany Griner has been reported to be have in, in good condition. She has been found, and she is still in custody, but found in good condition. So I'm like, she's in Moscow. If you didn't hear last week, we had mentioned Brittany Griner is a WNBA player, two-time Olympic medalist, gold medalist, and she plays for the Phoenix Mercury. I almost said Phoenix Sun. I think that's the men. But Phoenix Mercury. And so, y'all, she went missing. First of all, she was detained for having cannabis vapes in Moscow and Russia because she plays in the offseason from the WNBA. She plays overseas, as many WNBA players do. And so what happened is they detained her for the substance, right? And was like, oh, you can get 10 years of charges. She's still being detained by Russia, y'all. And we already know that that right there is trying to push the US to do something to get involved with what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Besides finances, because we know, we mentioned last week that we done sent like $13.6 billion over 
to the Ukraine for a number of things. But Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner needs to come home. Now that she's been found, Brittany Griner needs to come home. Okay. And it has been reported that President Biden does not want to talk about it because he's afraid that if he speaks on it, that Moscow, the Russian officials, will somehow keep her and hold her hostage and will continue to do more things there that she could actually be in danger if we speak on it in the American press. Now, that's not okay. Absolutely, we the American press needs to address it. There is a black woman, okay? A black, gender non-conforming black woman who is over queer black woman at that who is in moscow russia who is not safe and you talking about you not gonna speak about it if britney griner would have been a white woman first of all this would be all over the news okay can we talk about it can we talk about it britney griner needs to come home so hashtag you can tell the president i said bring britney griner home bring her home because she is an American. She represents our nation well. And so this right here, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Why is she being held for cannabis? Come on, somebody, for vapes. So whatever the Russian folk are doing they're trying to force our hand but guess what we can still save britney griner without going to war how about that we can save people without going to war call for her demand that she be released okay if there's a fine pay the fine save her life come on now go get britney griner and bring her home okay you feel me? You, you feel me? This, I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to say it again. White supremacy is a global issue. White supremacy is a global systemic issue. And this is how white supremacy is using itself, right? Because if Brittany Griner would have been somebody else, we know for a fact that we would be over there as a nation going to get her. But yet... Here we are. Bring Brittany Griner home. Tell Biden that I said, tell the president I said to bring Brittany Griner home. Okay, so what can we do? Continue to amplify this message. Continue to amplify the fact that Brittany Griner needs to come home. Amplify her story. Not enough news media outlets are talking about it and not talking about it widely enough. We need to be amplifying this. Bring her home. Bring her home. In addition, Katanji Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson has been or is in the process of confirmation with the U.S. Senate to be the first woman, black woman to the Supreme Court justice, right? To be the first black woman justice. But we have noticed the questions that she has been asked all of the different ways that the cameras have been in her face. We know black women, women of color, indigenous women, Latina women, Asian women. We understand that women at work, women of color at work do not. We have to work twice as hard to get half as much. 
we have to sit, and I saw this quote on Twitter, right? That we have to work twice as hard to get half as much in the sense that you see us being overqualified, but yet still having to be in the face of mediocre men. And I saw somebody fix it that says, overqualified black women in the face of underqualified white men. I was like, say that. Now let's have a conversation about it. It's still women's month, y'all. It's always women's month up in here. But and it's always Femmes Month over here, right? Let's talk about it. We need to be talking about black women, women of color, Latina women, Hispanic women. We need to talk about Asian women, indigenous women at work. We can be our best selves. We can be our best selves overqualified, super duper educated with degrees from <laughs> Yale, my alma mater, right? With degrees from Yale or degrees from Harvard, degrees from Princeton, degrees from, you know, fill in the blank, you know, not just the Ivies, but also other top notch schools, right? High achieving institutions. We can be high achieving and yet still faced with scrutiny in the presence of mediocre men. Who will question us? Who will ask us? Are who will ask us why do we think we're good enough? What question all of our ethics? Will question our religious uh, ethics and belief and and all of these things, right? Just for an opportunity. So my question to us tonight is: How are we going to continue to talk about women at work? We need to amplify the fact that women. By watching this confirmation, we understand that women do not have the same opportunities. And there are things that men would never be asked. No one's asking white men, how are you taking care of your children? No one's asking white men about their ethics in terms of the Constitution. I didn't see this kind of confirmation happen with Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, and so we need to ask ourselves, is the questioning, is the confirmation process even fair? Everybody wants to be hard on women of color. Well, I think we need to continue to press back. Show up anyway. Come on, sis, show up anyway. When the world tries to hold you down, when the world tries to hold you back and tell you that you're not enough, push back anyway. Push back. Push back. And that's my charge to you. That's my charge to you. Push back. And so we hope that you will continue to follow these stories of terms of the confirmation of Katenji, uh Jack Brown Jackson, who we hope will be the first black woman justice. We hope that you will continue to amplify the story of Brittany Griner as Brittany Griner needs to come home. And we hope that you will continue to do your part, right, to amplify humanity. So there are so many cool things that are happening in pop culture. But if you follow our newsletter, you will know that our very own Mel gave us a song. And it is actually a Spanish, a Spanish song, but it's also in support to talk about uh, taking over the White House, which I love. I was like, come on. Um, El Presidente. Um, Melissa, 
drop it in the chat because I'm like, oh no, I might actually botch it. But we'll make sure we'll keep it in the show notes of this po- of this podcast, of this live, um, so that you would have that information. But there are so many things, right? And so did you know that it was a water day, national water day? And it's important for us to understand this is what's happening in pop culture. This is a national water day, right? Who knew? So if I was president, thank you, Melissa. If I was president, (laughs) that's the name of the song. And what kinds of things would we do, right? If we were the president. And one of the things that Melissa mentioned in that post is about water day, right? And so a part of us thinking about in that song, if I was president, is how our relationship to water from California to Flint to Newark, New Jersey, right? What There's a water crisis that's that's in the midst, right? There's so much water crises. So we need to be mindful of that. But I just want to know, what are some of your favorite songs that actually have a message? What are some of your favorite songs, whether in Spanish and English and Korean and um, Bangladesh, you know, what are some of your favorite songs, you know, that have a message that amplify humanity? Those are some of the things that we want to hear about. So if there's a song that speaks to uh, humanity and centers humanity, we want to know those songs. So go ahead and share it with us, right? You can drop it in the comment section. Let us know what are some songs, um, what are some TV shows, some books, some music that we can continue to curate content together to understand how we can continue to amplify humanity. And that's in the arts, right? It's in the music, it's in our films, it's everywhere, right? And so, yeah, tell the president that I said, if I were president, I would make sure that our nation has clean water. If I were the president, I would cancel these student loans. If I were the president, I would make sure that all women would have equal dollar on the workforce to that of white men. If I were president, I would make sure housing were affordable. I would raise the the minimum wage over $15 for that. Okay? I know that's right. Cancel them student loans. Say that cancel them. They got to go. And here's the thing. We refuse to raise minimum wage. We refuse to cancel student loans, but gas still going up. Housing still going up. I want to lead a charge in organizing. How do you expect us to go to work and to live if you're not paying us what we're worth? I want to make a charge tonight. We going to organize. We going to get into our national partnerships. We going to find folk and we going to organize. We going to organize y'all around pay. We going to organize around housing. We going to organize around student loans. And so we're going to make sure we curate that information. So the first in April, right? The first newsletter of April, which is, you know, first Wednesday of April, we are going to have some curated ways of how you can organize nationally, 
and locally of how you can organize around some of these issues. What are the ways that we can continue to organize together around student loans? What are the ways that we can continue to organize together around housing? What are the ways that we can organize around equal, uh, equal and fair pay and raising the minimum wage? We're going to make sure we put that information in our newsletter. So make sure you are subscribed. And we're going to make sure we can talk about those ways that we can do that work and how we can engage on our next live. And so I'm giving you a preview, right? We're not going to meet next week. Uh, next week is March 30th. But the 1st of April, right? The 1st, not April 1st, not April Fool's Day, but the first Wednesday in April, we're going to talk about ways that we can organize together. And we're going to talk about ways that we can continue to amplify humanity around the issues that surround millennials and Gen Z, quite frankly, right? We're going to talk about these issues. Y'all want to have us go back to work? Well, pay us what we're worth. Y'all want us to pay off these student loans? Pay us what we're worth. Y'all want us to be able to have affordable housing? You know, we want we want affordable housing, but we need the we need the jobs that are going to support and sustain that. That's our show, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Amplify Humanity podcast. For more Amplify Humanity of all things with Portionality Media, make sure you go over to our website, www.portionality.com. You can also follow us over at Portionality Media on all your social platforms. Find us on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and more. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, The Sounding Board, to never miss an update. Y'all catching the trend? I'm so serious, y'all. Never miss an update. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast so that you can always, what? Never miss an update. Take care and see you next time, y'all.